Welcome to the Kryptonian Chronicles. In today's special edition episode, Andrew interviews Sebastian Molchaski of Action Costumes. He talks a little bit about his history and why he got into suit making, as well as some of the differences between the suits that he makes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of the Kryptonian Chronicles. Hey everyone, Andrew here, Melbourne Superman. I'm really, really excited. I have for the first time ever. Now, this is a visual medium, so you're probably all watching this on YouTube, or you might even be listening to this on the Kryptonian Chronicles, but I'm really excited. Uh, Those of you who have followed my journey know that the very first Superman costume I ever had, well, we call them Superman suits here, uh, was made by Action Costumes, and that was so many, many years ago. I had two suits by them and I'm here with the creator of Action Costumes Mole who has just like graced me with his presence. This is kind of like really awesome for me. How are you doing, man? I'm doing really great and so excited to be here, man. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure to deal with you, you know. I mean, we all we, we all believe here uh, that you are such an incredible talent in what you make and we are so happy to be your partner. You know? So, it's very excited like I, I recently told you to be here and um, and well, I'm really happy to be here as well. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, that's great, man. Well, I'm very flattered. So thank, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. Obviously, my love for Superman, and uh, I remember the first, the first suit that I ordered, you know, from Action Costumes way back in the day, was the I think it was the '80s style suit. It's not the suit that I have now, uh, and I knew that that was the suit that I wanted to get for my very first sort of real Superman suit because, it was. I mean, it was just so amazing because I before that I had had the Halloween costume suits and everything with, but it, when I first got that suit, and I remember it came packed in this really amazing box. Uh, the box was like it had the Superman logo on it, and it had the uh, the box was basically made out of the material that the suit was made out of, and I remember just like just the boots themselves. It was just such a cool experience, and I don't think I could have asked for a better for a better quality suit for my very first real quality Superman suit back in the day. What is amazing that you got that costume, you know, because it was one of the, I don't know, maybe uh, it was a really limited edition of maybe, I don't know if we reached 10 of them at that time, but then we realized that it was really expensive to make that kind of boxes, you know, and we couldn't produce them again. Uh, But uh, there you you could be able to see the, all the feeling and the passion we put into that work, you know, that time that it was a pretty early prototype, you know, um, that you remember, you know, because you have the costume, but it, mm-hmm. it, it value a lot because, I mean, um, it's, it's a lot for us that you have it, you know, in some way. Um, so you, for the people that are hearing me, you know that I'm Spanish speaking, I live in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, and English isn't my native language, so maybe it will, it will be a little bit hard for me to communicate, but, well, here I am trying to do it. <laughs> uh, but on about that costume you got, that was I think around two, 20, uh, 2003, more or yeah. less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> Very long time ago. I remember I ordered that suit probably a year or two after graduating high school. So it was like early days. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. The memories. It's so funny. I, it's like it's, it's part of the story of our of our business, you know. It's, yeah, it's well, that's it. It's been around so long. Like I, the only regret I have is that I don't have more pictures of myself in that suit. I, the only picture that I have in that suit is a Polaroid that some of you may have seen floating around 
uh, where I'm standing next to Barney the dinosaur. And um, funnily enough, the guy in the Barney the dinosaur costume was my dad. <laughs> so, uh, just a, it was a fun team up. So, so Mo, let's uh, let's let's talk about your story a little bit. So, how, how did you get into suit making? Um, how did you get into suit making? Well, first of all, I would like to introduce myself. Like, uh, my name is Sebastian Molchaski, but I choose to to use my nickname Mo. I'm the owner of Action Costumes, and I professionally developed my skills as special effects technicians, um, working in films, TV, advertising, and theater. I do special effects makeup, design, and realization of fantasy costumes, uh, animatronic scale models, dummies, hair pieces, and products mockups. From a very early, uh, early age, I've seen any, all kinds of science fiction, tarot, adventure films, and television programs that I could get my hands on. I have always been a fan of those characters and universe and of Star Wars and Superman above all. Mm. My father was a plastic surgeon and my mother a classical ballet dancer. Wow. Both science and art have always been in my blood, you know. <laughs> like I'm actually in a kind of mix of that. Uh, this made me wonder how things work since I was very young and led me to make experiments in, electronic, in electronics, chemistry, and electromechanics. Basically, I grew up making scale models with pharmaceutical boxes and inventing fantastic worlds with containers of silicon breast prostates <laughs> while <laughs> listening to the Beatles on my little pay record and helping my father in his doctor office. You know, <laughs> I was that, that's what I refer. That's why I refer that I'm a mix of all that. You know, a mix of yeah. science and art in some way. At the age of 14, I decided that I was going to work as a special effect technician in movies. And when I was 17, I started to research where I could study that in Buenos Aires, where I live. I couldn't find any place to do it, you know? So I decided to study all the specialities apart to combine them all by my own to be a special effects technician one day. So I remember that the first time I thought was, okay, first of all, you need to, the, the first thing I thought, sorry, was like, okay, first of all, you need how to draw, to draw characters, you know? Because it's the base of all, I mean, the comics are the base of the films um, and char character and, and, and the, 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 the draws in, in comics are uh, the perspectives and all that are like, or, or, or the scales of them or, or proportions of them are one of the import, most important things uh, to know about uh, um, of characters. You know? mm. um, so like I was telling you at the age of 17, I started to research where I could study that in Buenos Aires, uh, where I live. I couldn't find any place to do it, so I decided to study all the specialties apart to combine them all by my own to be a special effects technician one day. So I remember that the first thing I thought was, okay, first of all, you need to draw characters, you know, like I was telling you recently. So I started to study comics draw with a well-known professor that made an amazing Argentinian comic called El Cazador. Okay. A year later, luckily, luckily, sorry, a year later, a year later, luckily, I found one of the first academies of special effects makeup where I started studying. Half a year later, I made a great effort and the owner of that academy hired me to help him by giving the beginner level courses. Course, sorry, um, like a teacher. So when I was 18 years old, I started to work for him in the first real workshop I ever worked. That was really crazy because I was really young, you know, and I used to go to a secondary school that it was an industrial school. Um, and it was like a, a full day uh, time at that, uh, when I used to go there. I used to get in like about eight at the morning and out around 6 uh, p.m. 
So after that, I used to go to the workshop of this guy to work with him. I, sometimes I spent whole nights with him. And then even without sleeping, you know, it was like 18 years old. I was mostly like an immortal, you know, when you were that young. And I, I used to like, don't sleep during the weeks, you know, some days. Uh, just going to the workshop, spend all the time, all the night in the workshop working, and then going to the school again until today. Well, wow. those kind of efforts that you used to make when you start something uh, that you want to get in full someday, you know. Mm. Well, that was a really nice, really nice experience. Um, so then I went around searching for good places to study. Well, I was having my first experience working by my own in special effects makeup for movies, TV, and video clips. In the year 2000, a friend of mine gave me a call and told me that there were a new dot-com website calling called MercadoLibre.com. That is the same than eBay, but for Latin America right now. Okay. There was going to be an auction site for all Latin America and Spain. They wanted to meet me because he knew that I have a lot of knowledge about collectibles and hobbies. I was recently finishing my work of making the traditional special effects in an Argentinian movie as a department head for my first time. So I remember telling him that I never worked in an office before. So I really didn't, didn't know how to do it, you know, because uh, I used to work like, like a special effect technician that is maybe another thing, you know, or is another thing, like completely different world, maybe. That is was that, um, that I, wasn't, I wasn't that much interested you know, on that because uh, I want to continue working in special effects for movies, you know. So he replied like, well, over the next week, you have to know that we will, be, we will be receiving a complete container of Star Wars toys from Miami, and we will need someone to open it and tell us how to work with them in the collectors community for Argentina and Uruguay. I was like, oh, big silence, you know. I said, oh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm going to be tomorrow. What time? Okay, okay, I'm there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I imagine that container, you know, full of toys, and it was yeah. like, they, they, they want that was opening those doors and, and grabbing all those toys, you know, even if they were not going to be for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I worked there for almost a year as the category manager in Collectors and Hobbies. There, I learned a lot about e-commerce that was recently starting, you know, at that time, it was the year 2000, more or less, or maybe in Argentina recently started. You know? It was the great fever of the dot-coms, you know, uh, in, in the world. Yeah. So time passed by, and that website became the biggest company in Argentina and the most important Latin America action site of the world. It was really crazy. Wow. And it was a really, um, really crazy decision uh, to me to quit that shop because it was really nice to work there. And I had a, an incredible future if I stayed there. Actually, some friends of mine that are still working there, they, they got millionaire because you know, <laughs> they have options of that company. Just try to mention that that company yeah, at that time they were like seven six uh, seven sixty seven sorry um, people mm -hmm. working and right now it might be like three thousand you know and they are all around Latin America and Spain and like they, they manage incredibly huge budgets is is the most the huge the most the bigger sorry company of Argentina and maybe you know, of some other places in South America as well yeah wow. But it wasn't my future. It wasn't the things I, 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 you know, when you have that feeling that you have to go through another path, you know, and I just quit it, you know, and, and, and even if I have good friends there and I still speaking with them and I have a good relation, you know, 
and she has delivered my life to what I love, the discussion text, and fantasy costumes, what mm. I make up today. I know it could be a millionaire there, really, I could be, but it's, isn't, 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 it wasn't the future, you know, it's like, I'm such a kind of another guy, and, and I feel millionaire making this kind of stuff, you know? Uh, it makes, I think we spoke about that someday, but in some way, you know, when you, when you, 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 you use your passion for making things, you know, uh, you feel like a millionaire, you know, <laughs> or at this point, let's say. Well, that, like I was telling you recently, that was one of the greatest experiences in my life so far, but I always wanted to travel as well sure. around the world, mostly to America and Europe. So I save a lot of money, bought a plane ticket to New York, grab my bag and start my trip along with uh, that last six months, more or less, you know. Right. It was practically one of the best parts of my life, for sure. When I came back to VA, I remember a huge economical depression. A lot of businesses were shutting down and there was no work anymore. Hmm. Argentina is a difficult country uh, between the economy, you know, if you speak about the economy and all that. But I don't like to speak about politics. I don't, I don't like, I'm not that kind of people. That's no, that's fair. Um, so I used my knowledge of vintage, vintage toys and start, started buying Argentinian toys that were made in the 80s and 90s under American licenses and selling them all around the world. Um, half a year later, when I arrived from my trip, uh, I remember I started working again in the film industry. Meanwhile, I kept my vintage toys online. That was really hard because you know that when you, you know that because you're an actor and you work in movies and, and and when you sometimes it's like full time, you know, yeah. <laughs> and have extra time, no? but absolutely. Uh, I, <laughs> um, well, at that time I was working in a very low budget science fiction movie. It was a special. Uh, I was the special effects makeup uh, department head. We were shooting in the set of a spaceship while the worst economical crisis was starting outside. That was wow. really crazy. Yeah, just kept all the money of the people. And there were angry citizens everywhere looking for their money back. One of the worst economical moments of Argentina was starting. Yeah. I'm telling you this because it's part of the um, the way uh, or, or the excuse or, or, of how of why we start all this in some in some way. So all the work in the film industry just stopped for like a year and a half, more or less. Then I started working full time in the vintage toy store until I got a job in the most important special effects studio of practical effects and, stu and stunts of Latin America. It was called Effects Stunt Team. They were about to start a big TV show for HBO, and they needed a special effects makeup laboratory. So I was in charge of opening this lab for them, hiring the technicians and making the special effects makeup for the HBO TV show and the most important movies, commercial and TV shows at that time in Argentina. Wow. Then I gave the vintage toy store business to my sister and to a friend of mine, with whom I was working as a partner for some time. Meanwhile, I was working in a serial killer TV show. My friend and my sister had the amazing idea of starting them to make costume replicas for fans and collectors for all around the world. Okay. I remember when they came to me and told me about this crazy idea of producing fantasy costumes and stop selling vintage toys, I thought that it was the perfect combination, you know, of the special effects technicians I am, and what I learned of e-commerce working on that online auction website, website you know? Mm. So as I knew how to make these fantasy costumes, I started to help them to make the first Superman costume prototype. That was, I think, near the one you get, yeah. <laughs> more or less. Way back. One, you got. one of these costumes was the one we were speaking about that, uh, you know, that uh, it, it was 
Voilà, Martin Soré. Euh, euh, what was I speaking on? Okay. One year later, I quit my show in, in that Fexton uh, team studio, and I opened my own special effects makeup workshop with a very good friend of mine. It was called Effecto Cerebro, which means brain effects. Okay. I got back in the business. I, I thought that it has to be like a funny name, you know. We are we are the people that come that, that arrive to the to the set with the cats, you know, like this. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, right. Funny, you know, in some way, and it was it was great. Um, I got back in the business of vintage toys by my own and continue to work with fantasy costumes as well with my sister and partner. Argentina is a very beautiful country, like I told you before, uh, and sometimes people need to have two shots, you know. Uh, anyway, I worked with my ex-partner for about two years in the special effects workshop, and then she decided to cut the partnership and continue with her own way and de dedicate to puppets. That is what she loves, and she has an incredible talent for that. She's a great friend of mine up today. So I continued with Efecto Cerebro by my own, and at the same time, I was working with my sister and my friend selling costumes. But then my sister, who was studying at the University of Provina Loyal, just finished her career and sold me her part in the costume business because she wanted to work as an attorney. At the same time, my friend had a personal problem and went back to work in his family business. That was a really shame for me. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So from there, I continued with my own special effects workshop and fantasy costume store. At that time, I remember I thought I had to put a better name for the company and start a new fresh way, you know? So then, then is why when I changed it, uh, I changed the name uh, for Action Costumes. Yep. Today, we mostly work with Action Costumes than in the special effects industry, you know? Uh, we, went, we went through a really dark time past year because the COVID and the pandemic, and we had to close the business. But now we are back in with tons of new ideas and lots of orders from clients from all around the world. And we are really so happy to be here again, you know? It's so exciting. Yeah, I, I'm very excited that you're back. Uh, you know, it's it was a very cool like moment when I saw that you guys were coming back. I was like, oh, this is great because you, you do make really, really great stuff. Because obviously on your website, there's like there's Superman stuff. There's the Batman stuff. There's Star Wars stuff that you've done. Uh, I remember always looking at the uh, the Emperor's, uh, you know, the Emperor Guards costume, like the red and the, like, I don't know why, yeah. there's always just, um, maybe it's, it looks like a red cape, I don't know, but I, I always like those guys. <laughs> What's that? that? That's me under that costume. The royal oh, no costume, kidding. It's me under, <laughs> like, the, like the style, it's me as well. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. There's there's so much so many cool things on uh, on offer there on that website, which of course we'll we'll link to and everything. So, what so when when you make say a, a Superman costume, right? So, how do you how did you figure out how to make them so accurate? Because you basically your suits are made. I mean, you have a bunch of different types of suits. Like you have the '80s style, you have the silver edition, you have the golden edition. And of course, the golden edition being the most accurate suit that you have in terms of the screen. So, how did you how did you learn how to make them so accurate? Well, this has been a mix of a great research, you know, a good eye for details, and the collaboration of tons of fans and collectors from all around the world. To be honest, one of our first important collectors that we had as a client for many years was Mr. Chris King. That you probably heard about him. Mm. But he's a really important collector from the from the England. He has a great collection of costumes and sent us a lot of accurate information from the real super cute Superman costumes at that time. 
the information that I think he used to share with Chin Bowers from Kekwondo. Sure, I love These that two, podcast, yeah. That's amazing. These two great persons help us a lot to get these accurate costumes. By the way, we have both of this, both of them, like our clients, and we make a lot of costumes for them. Um, besides, we used to work with people that had access to an original costume for an exhibition in Spain, from where we could be able to know the measures and every detail of the original costume of the first movie. Sorry, of the original costume of the first movie. Apart of this, I personally had access to a real Christopher Reeve Superman costume in the San Diego Comic Con of nice. 2018. It was amazing to see that. It was That's a same so costume. Cool. It, wow. it has like the hole that is part of the tunic, you know? Yeah. Uh, to have that, to, to make it fly, you know? <laughs> That's great. Was, um, well, from, from which I add the final details to our silk. I mean, I used to, to like, like have it in front of me. I took a lot of notes, you know, I compare fabrics and, and, and I, well, and, and I used that information to add the final details to our silver and golden costumes to make them the most accurate or try to be the most accurate in the world. Mm. Besides, I was able to check that fabrics we use for the super and golden edition costume we produce have the same color and shape than the original ones, like every other detail you can find in it. Wow. But it was like, like a mix of a help of a lot of people from around the world, but mostly with the help of Chris King uh, and yeah, and Shin Bowers help as well. But I think that Chris, Chris King gave us uh, most of the information uh, to make them because we were like uh, making costumes for him and he always wanted another one better and better and better and yeah. much more accurate. And well, uh, that was uh, a mix of, of him and a little bit of Shin Bowers. Uh, and a mix of, of this person that worked for us into the workshop that had uh, the access for the, the costume in, in Spain uh, and a lot of recommendations from people uh, from all around the world that is really great to hear uh, the opinion of the, of the way of or the way of thinking of, of a costume like this one you know from all the people I mean we are always open to hear new ideas you know? mm. and that's that's brilliant like I, I've not ever spoken to Chris, but Jim Bowers, I've, I've spoken to a couple of times. I mean, you know, just kind of in passing, you know, I, I think he's just, he's wonderful. Him and Jay on the Cape Wonder podcast, the Cape Wonder website. I mean, if, if there are people listening to this who have not checked out Cape to Wonder, check it out. I mean, he's got so many resources. I mean, like to hear him talk about some of the people that he's met, some of the things that he's seen, it's really like he's, he's been around. I mean, it always makes me laugh because whenever he refers to like Richard Donner, rest in peace, or Christopher Reeve, rest in peace, he always calls them Dick or Chris. And it's like you can just tell that there's that level of familiarity with what he's talking about. It's a really cool thing to listen to. So that's that's really awesome. Um, so he's part of the story of Superman for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he has in his own right kept that legacy going on really a lot i mean he's just he's he's got his finger in so many different pies he's he's great now what what goes into making a superman suit like what's the process like from from start to finish just a couple of highlights and how you make the suit what it is that you do with it okay without well, giving away your secrets <laughs> no worries, worries about that no in some way there aren't any secrets right now with the internet. You know, you can find everything in the net, you know, <laughs> in some ways. Like that. I used, to, I used to speak with some uh, people that work in uh, some special effects, other workshops that uh, 
work a part of mine, you know, like people that have other, uh, their own workshops as well. Uh, and I have, a, I used to have a really, uh, I have a good communication with my partners, you know, in some way. Um, and we always used to say that there aren't any secrets like we used to have like in the 90s, you know, or in the 2000s. There aren't any secrets at all right now because you can find all in that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like true. That. But, but thanks anyway for, for being considering. Well, there are a lot of people involved in the making of these great costumes that make this magic possible. You know? Basically, we can divide them in two kinds. The ones that are out of the workshop and the ones that are in-house. Mm. You know? The people that are out of the workshops, out of the workshop, sorry, are designers, shop, shoemakers, golf mix, clothes makers, and hat makers. In the workshop, you will be able to find talented people as well as such as special effects technicians and wardrobe producers. We can continue making costumes parts in the special effects workshop using the crisis. With, sorry, we, we will continue and we used to, to make a costume parts in the special effects workshop using the crisis materials from the film industry as well. We make from baking form Batman coats of the 60s to Michael Keaton's complete costumes armors from the 80s. Of course, we produce the battles and all the belts of the Superman and Batman costumes as well. Mm. And we are about to start having a life-size display for sale pretty soon. Very cool. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, all the items we produce are finally supervised by myself to see if they fit into the quality we like to give to our clients. Okay. If they don't, we correct them. If they still don't look good, we put the costume parts apart and we replace it for a new one. This makes us lose a lot of items and money but it assures us a great quality to our customers. That's one of the most important things for us, you know, because we think that the goal of our store is to provide a costume and service, not only selling costumes. Yeah. This means that we work hard until we get the satisfaction of our clients and we even replace or make new parts if there is something wrong in, rela in relation to the size. Uh, and this doesn't mean that we can make a mistake with the size, mm -hmm. but sometimes there are some people that could take their measures wrong. And if we don't detect that, that mistake some time and make the costume part that doesn't fit them well, we will just replace that part, you know, because we really strongly believe that, I mean, not all the people know how to take their measures. Um, and they don't have to know how to do it in some way, except of professionals like you, that you're pretty used for many years of making it. But there are some rookie people that just love Superman and want to have a costume or, or Batman or, 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 or some Star Wars costume that we make. Um, and isn't there, we, we used to think that isn't their fault um, if they make a mistake on the, on the, on the measures, you know? So, uh, part of our job is just to get the satisfaction of the client. If, they, if, if the costume part that doesn't fit them well, even if the fault is from the client that uh, didn't make the, the, the measures that accurate, you know, we want to get the satisfaction of the client. So we just changed the part, you know, like that, and we send it again to them. That's amazing. And, you know, for those of you who are thinking about ordering uh, from Action Costumes, it, you know, Mole sends a great, uh, because it's, I, I think it's the same, same measuring guide that I had both times that I ordered. It's so detailed. So even if you don't know how to take measurements, it's so, de it, like, you, we'll see exactly where to measure, how to measure. Of course, you may make a mistake, of course, because we all, we are all human, of course, but he, you know, Action Costumes makes it so easy to really figure out, because I, I have worked with many suit makers myself, and probably, 
your measurement guide would be probably one of the most detailed that I've ever seen. So, well, well, maybe make me feel so proud. No, well, it's and it's a testament because your suit probably fits me better than any other suit that I own. My, I, I mean, it's just, I mean, it it accentuates really good things. Uh, and I, I say that to people all the time because because of how detailed the measurements were. So that's that's just really awesome. Um, so, no, that's that's thank you. And what are what are so, so okay? So I've had two of the, the suits. I, I had originally I had the '80s um, deluxe uh, version. I have currently the silver edition, and there's also now the golden edition. So what are some of the differences? The main differences in each of those suits? Well, like you say, we have three different versions of the Superman costumes that use Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, all are high quality made, but with different prices, depending on their accuracy with the original one. You know? mm. From a costume 80 style, the one the one you got on first, it's a standard edition that is made with the best materials of the market and has an amazing quality for what it costs. What it means is that it doesn't matter if it is the basic edition or the standard one, we used to make the, we used to uh, put in it the best materials we found, the best quality materials we found. Um, maybe it's a little bit um, clean uh, in relation to the shape, uh, if you compare it with the, the Lux, the Lux editions. Uh, but like, you know, it's a really high quality one. Mm. You know? uh, the emblem of the chest of this edition of the 80s style is made in flock and attached by a warm system. The cave's emblem is made in gabardine with the black line made in flock as well. This is a very nice edition, even if it is a standard one, like I told you recently. In relation to the Superman Silver Edition costume, it's a super accurate deluxe one, and it's made with the most accurate Lycra approved by the best collector from the US and the UK. And we are speaking about uh, Chris King and Shin Bowers, because they, 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 what we, we, when we reach that fabric, they get annoying about that, you know, at that time. Mm. So that's why we continue using it. And, and likely we bought a lot of it, that fabric. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We found a lot recently. We found a lot, and it was like wow, like a kind of gift, you know, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Well, the golden edition costumes has the best fabrics and collectors ever seen. Sorry, uh, the collectors colors ever seen. The blue, red, and yellow fabrics have the same texture and color as the original costume. The belt is the both the best replica ever seen, as the cape and all the details of the costume. This will, this will be the final replica for the biggest collectors, I think. Uh, after you have, we try to to get that quality, you know, to make the collectors think that they, they will get the final edition, you know, with that. Yeah. One. That they will not need to continue searching for that. Uh, at least the Superman Christopher Reeve edition, you know, maybe they they, they will have to to start uh, collecting other actors uh, contemporary than 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 the Christopher Reeve, but. Mm. The idea is to give the, the collector the final search there. All of these deluxe costumes have a soon, soon chest emblem and little super deluxe details. Besides, all of these deluxe costumes are made having in mind the original measurements taken from a real costumes of the first movie. Both the standard and the deluxe editions can be tailor-made to the size of the client or to the size of Mr. Christopher Reeve. Oh, that's cool. I wish I was taller. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's great. And, 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 and folks, I can tell you, so as, as, as detailed as I tried to be in the review for the silver edition costumes, and obviously all the, the, the pictures of me in the suit that are out there, it, I, nothing does it justice than see, more than seeing it in, in person because you look at this suit and it is the most beautiful shade. It's, I liken the suit. Okay, so when I was uh, in grade six, sixth grade, I think I was 11 years old, I went to Hawaii for the first time and I went out on this um, excursion with my parents called the Trilogy and it was just a snorkel trip and they took us out to the middle of the, basically this area in the in the in the Pacific and it was the bluest water I had ever seen and he, the, the the captain of the ship said go into the water take off your goggles open your eyes it won't sting your eyes but look down and it'll be the bluest blue the most beautiful blue you've ever seen and I did that and it is it's very similar I mean that's the best way to describe the blue of the silver edition the Superman suit it's just it's just so beautiful. It's like nothing that I've ever seen. It's it's fantastic. So, such a nice and incredible way of doing that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thanks, thanks a lot for that preparation. It's no, it's, it's just a it's just a fantastic. It's just a fantastic shade of blue. And so, how long does each suit take to to make? Well, it depends of uh, each costume and how complex uh, the costume is. For example, the Superman 80s style, Superman 80s style costume takes 15 days to be made after we get the measures of the climate. Okay. The Superman costume silver and golden editions take 30 days and all of the boots 30 days as well. Okay. Most of the costumes we produce are made under a previous order. So uh, that costumes and boots used to take 30 days to be made with some exceptions such as the Superman costumes 80s, Superman costume 80 style mm. which, takes, which takes 15 days to be made. Okay. In the case of uh, a costume that we never made before, it could take from about two to three months uh, to be made after we have the measures of the client. Sure. But more or less, those are the timelines. Okay, so like two to four weeks. That's pretty good. And and I, I had to ask, do you, do you ever make, because if I had your skill and talent, uh, do you ever make suits for yourself just to just to have them? Just like, do you have a wardrobe of Superman suits or Star Wars costumes or anything? Well, I will love to make that. You know how collectors we are. If you have one of the first one you love, you will want to have all of them later. I'm a little bit afraid about that, you know, because I think that isn't the correct time right now to, to start collecting. Mm. Uh, but I know uh, one day I will, for sure, for sure. Uh, but to be honest, we have a big workshop, but we never have enough space. Yeah, I really hope someday I can have enough space for my own collection, you know. I hope one day I can have my own showroom full of Star Wars and Superman displays. That's one of the things I will love most, uh, for sure. And with my and, and, and imagine that you know those all those characters, and uh, maybe it's a classical thing way think of you. But I love trains as well, and okay. I would love to have that in my showrooms and a scale train uh, model, you know, in some way. Cool. You know, I don't know, a, a home theater. Well, I think it's, it's, it's not the correct time for me to think about that, you know. But I will for sure in a few years, for sure. Yeah, that's I can I can definitely relate. I mean, between the pop vinyl figures and all the collectibles I have, and I have like twelve or thirteen Superman suits, I can definitely 
attest to I wish I had more space to dis <laughs> display them all. Oh, man. No, there's just never enough room. And so, okay, so what's what's the future now? So you're back, you're 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 kind of in business again. What's the future for action costumes? Well, we continue improving all the costumes we, we produce, you know, all the times. Even if it is an old costume, we continue improving it uh, constantly. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of new different costumes about to come. And in a really short time, we will have the first Christopher Reeve full body statue made in our studio for sale and with the most, uh, mostly the same measurements than Christopher Reeve. Wow. And you have the exclusive about that because we, we didn't spoke about that before. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So um, this display will be sold like the Superman statue 80s style and will come in white and in a real skin color finish made with airbrush. Wow. Um, it will be made of resin. That's why it's like a basic style one or a standard one. That's we call. That's why we call it 80s style. Uh, we have the idea of, of in, in we have the project of making uh, a full life size Christopher Reeve statue making silicone in the future, and that will be like a deluxe one. Yeah, uh, with hair and all that. Uh, we know how to make that. It's pretty expensive, so we started with this. That is like a commitment or an order from a client mm -hmm. um, and we we recently end the the mold cast of all of it uh, we are about to make the the positive uh, copy uh, of, of Christopher Reeve so if you like maybe uh, in the future we would like to share some of that information for you if you like to share it as well yeah heck uh, yeah uh, besides I personally want to explore into making complete like I recently told you well, no, sorry, uh, mm, sorry. I, I personally want to to explore into making complete full full body body sorry full body silicone costumes of creatures and silicone mask as well one day. You know, we, uh, we really believe that that could be a really great market. Like yes. I don't know, predators, aliens, you know, uh, uh, things like that. Maybe the the mold of of um, uh, well, Hulk. I don't know things like that. You know. Um, a part of the co of the other costumes or the regular costumes, you know. Um, and I really hope that someday we can produce these uh, full-size silicone statues uh, as well. Uh, besides, that's why I'm studying right now digital sculpture or ZBrush uh, to be able to print much, to print much more high-detail species in the future and cast them into the workshop. Mm. We, we can we can. Uh, look to other side, you know, uh, I, even if I, I love practical effects uh, up today, a 3D printer is into the workshop, into every workshop. So we have to, to start working with it as soon as we can, you know. And I think that that will, will, will give us like much more details in everything we make. So in everything we sculpt mostly, uh, print it and then the idea is to cast it and make it in silicone or if it is a prop part of a costume, um, Print it in the in the in the three D printer and, and make it make the cast and start well selling those parts you know, but I'm studying ZBrush uh, or digital sculpture because I obviously obviously don't want to recast anything. I would like to just make it from scratch like we always do you know. Yeah. So um, that's why I want just to to research and and to study and to do everything I can about digital modeling or digital sculpture. That is what in what I am right now. <laughs> Amazing. That's so much that's so much coming up. That's that's really awesome. I can't wait to see 
how that all unfolds. That's exciting. And so I guess my final question for you, and this this is one that I, I also have to know, is I, I guess what is your, if you have one, what is your favorite Superman movie? I like them all. I have to say I like them all. But the first one, Superman the movie, like, yeah. I think it came to me in the correct time. You know? yeah. uh, I was child, I was really young. I had like three or four years old at that time. I when I saw that man flying, he was like, come on, man, that's amazing. And, and like, you know how every everybody says, like, he made us believe that a man can fly, yeah. for real, you know. And about that is really crazy. I have a, a crazy story about that, <laughs> or a really funny story from when I was a child. Because I used to ask for my mother for my birthday to, to give me, you know, um, like a gift, a Superman costume. Sure. But she she went obviously she she went she took me to the cinema you know to see the movie. I think that she also believed or, or make that movie believe my mother that a man can fly because she was afraid of me of buying a Superman costume and uh, she was afraid of me to jump from from the balcony believing I can fly you know yeah. and and she she always I, I was just I mean the the little fight between each other was like. Man, please, I want a Superman costume. No, you will never have a costume of a superhero that could fly. You will be the Batman. But, but I don't want to be the Batman. I want to be <laughs> Superman. No, no, but, but you, no, no, that's pretty dangerous. You know, for you, you will be the Batman. I will be the Batman. <laughs> I, I love Batman. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love Batman. Up to date, I love Batman. You know, uh, not that much like Superman, but yeah. they are great superheroes, well, both of them. But... It was really funny, and I think that you know how that things work. Maybe uh, if you don't have the money to buy all the toys you wanted when you were such when you were a child, or you couldn't get something to you think you complete your childhood, you know, is uh, like we we used to like I'm a middle-aged guy, you know, and you used to try to find those things when you are older, you know, and I think in some way, like I couldn't have this Superman costume when I was a child. I start producing them as soon as they could. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, 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 well, look, I, I think I had that probably argument with my mom too because I always asked for a Superman costume, and I'm sure she was afraid that I was going to try to jump off the roof or something. I might have. I don't. I maybe I did. I can't remember, um, and that's probably why I can't remember. So, <laughs> so look, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I'm so glad that we were able to do this, and uh, I, I can't wait to put it out there. Thank you. You know, it's a, a big pleasure for us. Like I told you before, it's a big pleasure for us to be working with a, such a talented man, such a, such a talented cosplay. And uh, it's always amazing to be in touch with people from other cultures, you know. Uh, that, that That's one of the things I love uh, of this work, you know. It's always amazing to be in touch with people from other cultures that have the same passion than, than, mm -hmm. than you, you know, than, than me. It's like uh, to share such a a message that that Christopher Reeve uh, uh, gave us, you know, in his life, in his movies, and all that, you know, in some way, the American way, and I don't know that that freedom and and, and that possibilities of, of of making the right things. I don't know, it's like something like I really really love to share uh, with people like you. Um, I think that is the. The correct message to leave to 
or to give it to all the people, you know. And I know that in some way, one of the things that we love about your work that in every picture you you put you you put a, a, a life message. Of, I don't know if that's correct, you know, but you give a, you give an extra that that is what uh, Christopher Reeve I think he tried to make in some way, you know, to communicate something good, something that that inspire us to be a good man, a good people, you know, and to and to and to make the right stuff, to feel fine and and and, and to make the world better, you know, in some way. And, and you know what, we all we all have that in there. And I, I just hope I wish uh, I look forward to the day that that everybody sort of realizes that they have they have it within themselves to give that to the world just as much as as Christopher Reeve and and the rest of the cast and crew of Superman did. So fingers crossed that that day will come faster than a speeding bullet. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, it's a really pleasure to be with you talking. Thanks a lot for giving me that time, this time. Uh, and I think that we will continue making really great stuff together. That, Absolutely. Looking forward to it, my friend. Thank you again so much, Mole, for your time. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. So everybody, you heard that was Sebastian Milchaski of Action Costumes. I will have links to his website in the show notes if you are interested in getting a suit from him or commissioning something from him, you can check out his website or you can email him at mole at actioncostumes.com. That's M-O-L at actioncostumes.com. Really, really excited to have talked to him, so Mole can't thank you enough. So look, thank you everyone for listening to this special edition of the Kryptonian Chronicles, and we will catch you next time.